0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Tidewad Tech, episode 58, The Social Dilemma, for August 4th, 2011. This week, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, having a social presence, uh, a personal brand or or even the brand of your organization, your school or whoever you work for, and um, what some of the implications are with that with... uh, the fact that there seems to be a new social network popping up every uh, couple of weeks. Uh, so uh, we just uh, we were having a conversation as as this whole show started out that way. As as we have conversations around the office and and we thought you know what? let's stop having this conversation in person and let's have it on the air. Uh, so that's uh, where this got started. Um, so we'll get to that in a little bit. But first, I wanted to mention that uh, we are using Google Hangout tonight um, to stream video on the website uh something we haven't done in a while we haven't streamed uh video in a while just because well you weren't paying attention for one thing uh we, right. just, we didn't have any audience <laughs> uh but also the the gear we had was was complex and and the new setup when we moved didn't really work for it um and we discovered uh, last night when we were recording for uh, everyday linux that the Google Hangout actually gives us a pretty good way to composite all that video. They do all the the heavy lifting on their servers, and all I have to do is capture the window. So it's not ideal, but then again, I'm not good looking, so you know there's there's <laughs> ne- negatives all the way around. Uh, but I thought I'd mention that uh, uh, we are back streaming live uh, video. Uh, you you only get that um, if you watch live. We don't release video, uh, but it's going to be sort of a rough cut. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, we're, we're kind of rough cut. I had to go put on a shirt for this. Uh, I'm on vacation this week and hadn't, hadn't, uh, hadn't put on a real shirt. I mean, I had a shirt on, but it was ratty and had holes in it. And there's a reason I'm wearing a hat tonight. I haven't, uh, haven't brushed my hair today. So I dressed up for you people today. Nice.
1: I like that shirt by the way. That's nice.
0: Thank you. So just, uh, (laughs) Uh, From the waist down, I'm in shorts and flip-flops, but I look good from the waist (laughs) up. That's all that matters.
1: You ruined the illusion.
0: (laughs) Well, I could have said my boxers. That would have been worse.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. So uh, uh, we covered that, and it's really cool. We talked about last week about doing this, uh, this hangout thing, so I was glad you were able to figure that out. Uh, so, uh, you wanted to say something about, uh, football, right? Is that
0: right? the, The big news of today, uh, we're recording this on July 25th. The big news is there will be football. Uh, the owners and the, uh, players have reached an agreement, um, by which they will all still remain billionaires. So you can rest assured that, uh, uh, that was okay. I know you were worried that, uh, that Jerry Jones might not, uh, remain a billionaire, but, uh. Uh, they seem to have worked something out. But the good news is there's going to be football. Uh, if you're a football fan, uh, there were there were issues about that. And I was seriously going to put a cramp in the new show that we're starting, by the way, uh, called The Hot Route, which will be uh, a sports-based uh, show launching when, Sean, a couple weeks from now? Yeah,
1: probably. Uh, they're going to be on a really quick uh, production schedule because, really, the information they're talking about is timely. So they're going to have to turn them around, uh, you know, record that week and release that week. Uh, versus most of our shows that actually lag a little bit. So, um, should be recording the first one this next weekend and have the first one out, uh, actually, I guess, right around the same time as this, uh, this episode. Right.
0: Within a week or so of the release of this episode. So, right. uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, we've got some interesting fellows, uh, doing that show and, and, uh, um, Another thing I wanted to to mention is, uh, we had talked about this a little bit uh, toward the end of the season last year, is maybe we should start a Tightwad Tech Fantasy Football League. Uh, Now, there there may not be hundreds of you out there who are interested in football, but I bet we can find 10 or so, and that might be interesting to uh, uh, have some... bragging rights going on there uh, in the tie tech forum so uh let me know in the feedback if you're interested in that we've still got a few weeks uh before the season starts but if that's something that would interest you uh let me know and and we'll set something up and we'll do uh a tie tech or maybe uh overall element op fantasy football league
1: yeah that'd be kind of cool uh it would really be funny is like if if we had a couple of one meal, one workout people, you know, like s- some ladies or something from one meal, one workout beating the guys from the hot route.
0: That would be awesome. so, <laughs> yeah.
1: so uh, yeah, either way it, it, the, that stuff's always fun, you know, have a little, uh, friendly, uh, ribbing going on and things like that So. Frankly, uh, just I just a, get
0: tired of beating Sean year after year after year, so oh. it would be nice to have some new blood and be able to beat somebody else. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I was ruling our league last year, and then my team just went absolutely flat.
0: <laughs> well, you hung everything on one player, and uh, that, that'll that do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, had a, I had a rough draft. You have to say, we, we auto-draft, so you kind of get the luck of the draw in ours, and then you do what you can with it.
0: Oh yeah, I will say that we run a very low key league. I mean if you're a if you're a big time fantasy football person, uh we're we're not you know listen to the guys in the hot route and maybe get in a league with them. But with us, um I mean I literally spend like eight minutes a week making my picks. It's not something I spend a serious amount of time on. So when I uh, uh, raz Sean about beating him, it's even more because he's serious about it. And then, you know, and I go in there. Oh, um, no, that no, okay.
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> Total misrepresentation there. I'm I've, I've, I've about the same. I come in Monday or actually usually Tuesday morning after Monday Night Football, kind of look and see how everybody did and said, okay. And I set my thing. Right. Uh, Set my line up, and I'm good to go. So
0: Yeah, what's funny is is uh, it'll be Sunday morning, and, and uh, Sean and I uh, used to go to church together. We'd be sitting in Sunday school. Did you make your picks? Ah, I don't remember. That's, let me, give me get my phone out and do that real quick. So that's how serious <laughs> we are about it. As, as early as Sunday morning, we don't even remember if we set our team up yet.
1: Right, so, but being true geeks, we're able to do that from our smartphones. <laughs> that's <books>.
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> On the Wi-Fi that I installed in my church. Right. So... <laughs> So, Sean, social networking, that's sort of your thing. Uh, you are all about the social networks. Um, tell us, uh, what this. what's this episode about? Why are we having this conversation on the air?
1: Well, because we had it in private, and it, it, it kind of turned into a debate, which I thought would be a good thing. We often uh, uh, agree. You know, we're, we're usually in agreement on a lot of things, and uh, this is one that we really couldn't quite agree on, and uh, I, I think that... Uh, the social networks are very important, uh, if, whether you're running a business or any kind of an entity, um, but also, uh, just for yourself. And, uh, of course a lot of people see it as just a way to interact with other people, but there's the entire side of even just marketing yourself that, uh, that comes into play. And, uh, that's going to be more important to some people than others. And we know people that, uh, really hang their hat on that even, but, uh so that's what we're going to talk about. We're just going to talk about how important is this stuff really? And do you need, do you need all of those flavors that are out there now?
0: Well, and just give me your, uh, your 32nd pitch. Uh, what do you think? Well, uh,
1: I'm, I'm very career minded. I know you are too. So I think absolutely you need to, you need to be out there marketing yourself and, and presenting a good image online. Um, uh, I know we've had, uh, episodes in the past that have touched on this and also we did one on the Taiwan teacher as well and talking about uh, making sure that your digital presence uh is upstanding and uh so i come i i guess my opinion of it is you need to be out there on everything you need to hit as broad an audience as possible and i think this is where we weren't quite agreeing um You didn't see the importance in it the same that I did. Did you, did you just hear that system sound?
0: No, no, it's all, it's just in your headphones. Okay. Just wanted to
1: make sure. Um, uh, I, I really think that you, you gotta be out there on, on everything. I mean, we're, go to where the masses are and, um, uh, hit as broad an audience as you possibly can. So, uh, that's my take on it.
0: Yeah. What, what, what started the whole thing was I was sort of grumbling about people, um, who are looking to Google+, Plus, right, that's the new social network on the market, uh, trying to find ways to make it just like Twitter uh, or just like Facebook or, or even worse, uh, funnel all the exact same content into one place. And so I follow a few people uh, on Twitter uh, and also now on Google+, and um, I find it frustrating um, that people are, are spamming me with the same content in both locations. I mean, if you have a Twitter account, that's fine. Use it. If you have a Google Plus account, that's fine. Use it. But don't use one to pump into the other. That's just ridiculous. Sean doesn't agree that that's ridiculous. And that's what started off the whole thing. He kind of thought, <laughs> well, that's good business. That's good marketing. Um And so it occurred to me there's two different um uh ways of looking at this. There's from the the brand manager, all right, if you are your own personal brand or if the brand for your school or whatever. And then there's the end user. So how do you balance – um getting your message out to the widest audience possible without ticking them off at the same time.
1: Yeah, and, and that's that really is a challenge, uh, but I think it's the follower that really has to, and we are figuring this out. So if I'm going to follow you, Mark, I need to decide where I want to follow you, and uh, typically that's been in two places, right, because uh, you have a tendency like I do to want to split And uh, prior to Google+, Plus, use Twitter kind of as a more professional side and Facebook as more of a personal side. And since we work together, but we're also friends and our our children play together and everything, it would make sense for me to follow you in both places. And yeah, I get your posts twice uh, many times, but uh, I, I don't mind that. But uh, let's say that you were just a professional person that I knew, you know, you were in one of my professional networks, um, then I'm probably just going to choose to to follow you on Twitter. And I'm not even going to pursue following you on Facebook. Um, That's one of the beauties of Google+. I'm really kind of – I'm hoping, you know, that it'll just kill Twitter and Facebook. I know that's not going to happen, but I really wish it would.
0: (laughs) Well, that's sort of the golden uh, – the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, right? We all want one place, one canonical identity, one thing that this is where you find me. Um, And Google+, has sort of built in some of the – uh, framework and underpinnings to make it better at that than other places. With, for example, the circles and the uh, ability to tightly control what goes out with each and every post. Um, but, uh, so then that's my point. Why not pick one? And, and if you're, if you're gonna move to Google Plus, tell everybody, I've moved to Google Plus and, and find me. Um, and of course, Sean would say, um, that's not, um, It doesn't make good, it doesn't make good business sense. sense. That's what I was going to say. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. And it gets right back to my point. I mean, you, you know, you, you can't, I I guess if you're going to build a chain of, of restaurants or whatever, you're, you're not going to put it out, out, you know, just on some random corner somewhere and say, well, come to us. Uh, you know, those businesses do a lot of marketing and say, we need to go where the people are. And, uh, and, and that just makes good business sense. So if you are using these tools in any way uh, to market either yourself or a business, you absolutely have to. I think, I just think it's imperative that you be out there in as many places as possible.
0: Okay. So let's tackle this from two different standpoints. Let's start first talk about uh, you as the brand, a personal brand, uh, and, and you, you know, classroom teacher or, or tech in the, in the server room might not think that you have a brand, but you do. Every time you, if, if, unless you never intend to ever look for a job again, you need to be thinking about these things. Because when you go, uh, to look for another job somewhere down the line, um, you're going to hand a resume, and that resume is just one, uh, cog in the wheel of your identity. And more and more employers are looking, uh, to, uh, the web to fill in the blanks of your identity. So it's important that you have a personal brand and that you go, uh, make an intentional effort. If you're using, um, Twitter right now as a handle, um, it's a good idea to change that to your real name. Um, in fact, Google Plus, uh, is not allowing people to use handles. They're going through and systematically deleting accounts that are handles. They want you to use your real name. So let's start there, Sean, and and frame the uh, conversation from the standpoint of uh, the personal brand and give me your take on what's the best way to handle multiple so- social networks uh, as a personal brand.
1: Well, uh, certainly, uh, even though like I might use Facebook as a more of my personal my personal life uh i'm going to make sure that it's it's always really com- it's always putting a positive light out there uh, i'm not going to constantly be on there making posts about you know uh I just woke up I'm miserable don't want to go to work today you know <laughs> i mean you do not want to broadcast that kind of stuff out on the web uh now there's plenty of people out there that would disagree with me and maybe that's not that important to them but even like you said mark you know it, it, the the, there's plenty of teachers out there that are looking for work right now that thought they had the job that they were going to retire from. So just because you think something is is the way that it is now and that it will forever be, I mean, you should have stopped thinking that way when you were in your 20s and and learned that that's not how life works. So regardless of what your current situation is now, you have to always think about the what if.
0: Yeah, statistically speaking, uh, people who are graduating from high school now will hold like eight different jobs before they reach the age of retirement. Um, it used to be you got a job at the factory where your dad worked and you worked there until you retired. That economy in the U.S. no longer exists and maybe globally no longer exists. And certainly if you're in an information-driven uh, economy like education or technology, Um, those, those things are, um, fleeting and, and particularly in education, when it's up to some politician to decide whether or not you have a budget for your job, uh, you can't be thinking in terms of settling in and retiring. And even if you never retire, it's still a good idea to have, uh, that online persona. But like you talked about, you know, uh, posting, you know, I don't want to get up in the morning or, you know, I got so hung over. Um, you know, if you're, let's say you're... 37-year-old uh, uh, divorced man with no kids, um, it's perfectly okay for you to go out and get hammered Friday night, right? You don't have any um, um, responsibility Saturday morning, and, and that's fine. But maybe it's not a good idea to post the fact that you did online. And if you did, you want to selectively post that because um, you don't want your future employer or your current employer to think that that's who you are.
1: Well, and that's again, uh, what makes Google Plus so, you know, just beautiful in that, in that way that you can actually, you know, focus the message that you're putting out there. Because sure, I would love to, you know, uh, Mark, I think you saw there's a picture floating around of me out there, uh, big belly and all in my daughter's little tiny play pool, right? Yes hilarious photo and i'm not i'm you know I that's can actually poke. the
0: picture that comes up when you call me on my phone And
1: <laughs> it is it's hilarious and i don't mind poking fun at myself but uh it's certainly not anything that i want the professional people in my life to see <laughs> so uh with google plus you know i can focus those things and i could put things out there like that that show maybe a little bit more of my character and the lighter side of me uh without it you know, I, me having to worry about uh, maybe a future employer seeing that and thinking that uh, you know I'm I can't be serious or you know don't have the the drive to uh, you know per, pursue a career or whatever. You know, people can make all sorts of assumptions just based off of you know uh, looking at you. You know, you always say when you go to a job interview, uh, dress for success, and you know you, you got to look a certain way because people do that. They'll take a look at you and they make some. Uh, Decisions just based off of uh, looking at you before you've said one word, so uh, online works the same way
0: in an up uh, upcoming interview it hasn't been released yet, but i I edit all, all the shows, so I know of uh of the Taiwan teacher you talk to a uh, school administrator who says that he's already gotten your his first impression of you before you walk in the door because he's doing that research online and he's finding right. you and so uh you've got to be aware of the fact that your first impression uh, sometimes happens long before anybody ever actually meets you
1: well, and i uh I'll reach back to my days in the corporate world, and this is back before really Facebook or Twitter even existed. We didn't have social networks, and yet corporate employers were already going out and doing because we did have Google back then, and they were doing a Google search of your name to see what was out there uh so I can only imagine that that's you know, been magnified now. Um, So I I just, I don't see how you can't kind of keep that in mind. And that's, uh, that's the personal marketing side of it.
0: Okay. So uh, as a personal, uh, personal brand, uh, would you advocate blasting the same message on seven different social networks? Absolutely. Okay. Tell me why. (laughs)
1: <laughs> why do I feel like you're, you're like trying to give me enough rope to hang by myself? <laughs> <laughs> um, again, it, it's all about, it's all about the reach. So you want to reach as many people as you can. You know, if you were out there looking for a job, would you just tell the one or two people that were closest to you? No, you wouldn't. What is every recruiter and uh, job hunt expert going to tell you that you need to, completely expand your network and reach out as far and wide as you can to get the word out. Um, and so I think it's just the same way. Uh, we know people and we won't name any names, but, or maybe Mark will, I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> we know people that, uh, kind of, that's how they make a name for themselves is essentially it looks like scrubbing the the web and, you know, regurgitating it, you know, the entire internet. Um, and yes, they do it across all those social networks.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, they'll, they'll post something on their blog, which auto posts to Twitter, Facebook, Orkut, um, LinkedIn, uh, you know, whatever. Um, and so they write one thing and it's it's blasted out all over the place. And I, I get what you're saying about the widest reach possible. Uh, but if you're going to do that, don't you think it's then incumbent on you to carefully craft your message and make it as, um, unobtrusive and even as appealing as possible?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, I would have to answer by look at those people. Look how many people are following them. I mean, you can look and they've got, you know, uh, thousands or tens of thousands of people following them on Twitter and their Facebook will be the same thing and their Google Plus will be the same thing. And there's a lot of crossover there. But I think that that says something about how it's working is people are choosing to follow in that way. Um I personally don't. I mean, if I get too much noise out of somebody, then I'm going to cut them down to one of those networks. Uh and sometimes, I mean, Mark, you know, and Google Plus has had an issue with this is some people who are prolific posters, uh you just unfollow them.
0: Right. It'll just uh fill up your feed with nothing else. Now, I've uh who was it? I think it was uh the fellow from Asterisk or um Slide rock, it was Slide Rocket when, when we had that interview on. He said uh, something to the effect of there is no such thing as bad advertising. Um, and so I, I, th- it sounds to me like you're echoing that sentiment in saying that advertise yourself as often. I call them web whores. You know, whore yourself out as much as possible right. to as many different <laughs> places as possible. Uh, and there's no such thing as bad advertising. Uh, whereas my personal philosophy is is much more subtle which is ironic because I'm not a subtle person, uh, but uh when it comes to self-promotion, I've actually always been very subtle about it and maybe to my detriment because here, yes. I am, as I've mentioned before, here I am now in a job search um, and nobody seems to care. And maybe that's because I have been, maybe I should have been more of a whore in years past.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I've preached that to you for, uh, for the last couple of years and, uh, it didn't take me long to see that you're very talented at what you do, but what good does that do you if nobody out there really knows it? Um, you know, you, you can, uh, just kind of hate to say, kind of wallow away in, in a, a back corner, but you know, you really do. You, 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 you develop your career and what are you working for? Um, so if you're working for that next rung on the ladder, uh, then you have to prepare for it all the way. And you, you've done the, the work with, uh, you know, gaining extra knowledge and becoming more and more proficient at your job. Uh, so, uh, again, this is the corporate guy and me talking, but you have to also always be marketing yourself. Uh, the corporate sharks out there. And I, I never really liked Taking that to the extreme, but I certainly worked with plenty of them, and they they could literally land a job with a with a company, and they'd be making a six figure salary, and they'd be VP of whatever uh, ice cubes, right? And <laughs> but the the day they walked in the door, they still they had their resume posted up looking for that next greater job. Uh, I, I think that's a little extreme. I tend to be want to be a little bit more. Uh, Uh, loyal to my employer uh but at the same time you can't cut yourself short and basically take the inactive route
0: all right so uh where does the personal post uh lie in all of this Uh, the you know the um the ubiquitous pictures of food and uh, and of beverages that people you know when they go on vacation or whatever uh they they post these sort of things uh, do is does that just not appropriate so have you now made your social presence all business all the time
1: except for again and this is what's beautiful about google plus but yes except for those people that are uh in my tight knit circles uh absolutely. You know, I'm not going to post, uh, I didn't even post that picture of me in the pool on Facebook. Uh, did. So. yeah, <laughs> but I wouldn't do that because I don't really want that going out, you know, cause I have acquaintances on there. Um, I don't have a whole lot of, uh, I really don't have any business, uh, acquaintances on Facebook. It's all personal uh, old friends and family and things like that. But, even there are those things that you want to be really kept to your inner circle, maybe just your close family or your best friends or things like that. Uh, so that's what I had been using Facebook for. And if I wanted to post something like that, then I put it on Facebook, but my people on Twitter would never see those types of things because, uh, I don't think that it's, well, that's where I think it's too much noise. You're just putting too much out there. It can be misconstrued. Um, you know, it's kind of like the uh, the telephone game, or uh, or even email, right? And you send something, and you mean it one way, but people take it another. So, you know, you have to be really careful with that kind of content. And I don't cross post too much personal stuff. I do like to put a little personal stuff on there, though, because uh, what do they always ask you in a job interview? You know, what are your hobbies? Or they always want to touch on something like that. So you can put little things like that out there that. Give a little taste of, you know, maybe you're a church going person or, uh, or, uh, you know, something about your kids shows that you're a, a family man, uh, you know, things of that nature. I'll, I'll certainly cross post some personal stuff like that.
0: Okay. So now let's, uh, flip it around and say from a business perspective, let's say you are in charge of your organization's, uh, social uh, platform, which, um, Certainly, at a lot of smaller schools, that's the case. the The person who is in charge of the computers becomes in charge of all things computer, including Twitter and Facebook and now Google Plus. Um, so, how do we? How does the use of that differ um, from personal use? It, from what you're describing, it sounds like it's not really any different at all.
1: Well, I, you're talking about like administering like a Facebook page for your school. Right. Or a, a,
0: or a, a Twitter uh, feed for your school or something like that.
1: Well, no, I think, I mean, that has to be kind of the upper echelon of uh, really untouchable, right? It's It's got to be all business. Uh, so I, I, it, was that where you were going with it? Because I, I, I think that's a very cut and dry uh, thing. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely... School business you know school information that's that's being put out uh, I would hope there's not anybody out there thinking otherwise
0: well but then the the my question was the the nature of the content that clearly yeah, right it's it's all business but um is it then um only p r is it only um positive is it do you never uh post about difficulties you know one of the things that uh the, the one of the buzzwords in education and and well really all business really around the world right now is transparency uh the the being genuine and and, and things of that nature um how do you feel about transparency as it comes to social networks uh, if in your in your brand as as we've chosen to call it uh should you um mention failures or weaknesses or should they just never be mentioned
1: uh i think you have to be really careful with that kind of stuff. Uh, boy, people love to put educational ed- institutions under fire for the slightest little thing. So, uh, you know, we, we don't do a whole lot of it at our district, but uh, I, it's certainly pretty much all positive what has been put out there. Uh, but I guess you could say we, we posted a failure, right? we, Uh, We're posting about our football team. They made the playoffs for the first time in several years, and uh, we posted all of their wins up to the point of that last loss, and that we posted that too. Uh, But that was, you know, that was information. That was informative, and people, uh, there was a very good reason for that. People couldn't go to that game far off in some other city, and uh, so it was a way to get the information out to the people who cared about it. Uh, But
0: I'm just thinking like, your standardized test results, whatever it is for your state, um, do you post it if everybody did well and just simply ignore it if you didn't? Well, um, and I don't know, you
1: know, we've got listeners from all over the world, right? So they may not know this. It may be like this where you come from. It may not. But here in Texas, if you are a, uh, a recognized district, right, uh, you you will know when you pass by a recognized district. Because there will be a big giant sign out front that says that they are a recognized district and uh, uh, so you know that they've had these uh, amazing test scores and everything else. But will you see that for the one that just kind of made the grade? You don't see it.
0: Well, actually, you're required in Texas anyway. You're required to post it. But it should be unburied under three sub levels and and (laughs) require uh, a search party to find but, but
1: you know what I'm talking about, right? So if you're a recognized district, they've got a big 10 foot sign out in front of the, the, the district showing that they're a recognized school district. So, uh, I think it's kind of the same way. Yeah. Uh, y- you only want to sell your organization as being successful. I mean, that's just, it's, it's natural. Um, but
0: see, that just smacks to me of dishonesty. It seems, um, wrong to shout from the rooftops about your successes. And bury you, the things you need to work on under the carpet. And I understand that's the way things are done, but I, it doesn't make me comfortable.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, and that's the difference between you and me. <laughs> <laughs> you're, I, you're absolutely right, and I know, I know exactly where you're coming from. But uh, you know, you all, uh, I, people don't know this, but it's common to make fun of me as being very Pollyanna. Uh, I'm the always bright, happy. Uh, Guy that's kind of maybe a little naive sometimes, but I think the the shoes on the other foot when it comes to this one. <laughs> I'll have to say you're Pollyanna on on that. <laughs> well,
0: it, we've I think we've talked about it on air. We've certainly talked about it a lot off air. Is, is I tend to be hyper moral. Uh, yes, and it's you know fleeing the very appearance of evil, uh, and and that to me has the appearance of evil. Uh, and so if I'm going to do something, if I'm going to use a social network I'm going to use it for the good and the bad the plus and the minus but then again it's not a very good marketing tool at that point uh, right and, and so maybe maybe that's the issue is is do you see these social networks as a marketing tool or as simply a way to communicate with your friends because when you're in a room full of friends you will say things that you would not say um, when you're in a room full of investors or your or your board of directors or something like that um, and I think with social networking, what happens is we'll, uh, publish a private thought and, and it gets into trouble or a stream often of private thoughts, uh, cause problems. So I think that's why we've called this episode the social dilemma. It's, that's what it is. It's the, the coming to grips with and understanding the, the fact that it, it is both public and private. It is both personal and, um, business.
1: Well, and that's the beautiful thing about what Google Plus is doing. And as much as I wish they would make Twitter and Facebook go away so we could just be under this one umbrella, it sure would be easier to manage. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, but what I do think is it's great competition. And all it's going to do is it's going to bring those other networks up to that level as well. And we'll be able to have that granular control uh, on those platforms as well. Um, but, uh, I did want to make a point that, uh, you know, I was thinking about, uh, even on Facebook and, you know, we talk about, uh, some people, uh, it's going to matter. Personal marketing is going to be huge and other people, it might not matter at all. And I think about the single or, or the, uh, the stay at home mom, you know, the, the professional, uh, homemakers on Facebook, uh, and they'll be on there and every night they post, I can't wait to have that glass of wine or whatever. And it's a, every night, right? They're, they're posting something like that. Uh, and they feel safe in doing that. But a year from now, they could be divorced and a single mother and needing to go out and start a career. And they're going to have all of that, uh, behind them. Now, do you want potential employers to see that, you know, to start thinking that maybe you've got an alcohol problem because you drink every night? Uh, whether I, that's
0: Just a, what, an example okay. I, I've mentioned to you uh, about her before, uh, a, fr- a former classmate of mine from high school, um, uh, I'm friends with her on Facebook, and every post she makes, I swear to God, every post she makes is either a self-portrait, um, talking about her new hairdo or how good she looks today, or a picture of alcohol. Um, the beer she's about to drink or the tequila she just drank. Every dang post, uh, is one of those two things. And it certainly doesn't give a very good, uh, well-rounded view of that person. And I don't know if her, her Facebook profile is, is public or private, but let's say I am both, uh, a Facebook friend and in a position to hire her. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even consider the possibility based on what she has put in her stream.
1: Right, exactly. I mean, you uh again, she could be the greatest person in the world. She might be the best employee, and the, you know that's the thing people we've all known people like that, and they can go to work and they kind of live a double life and they can go to work and be the best employee that you've ever had, but people aren't gonna get an opportunity to know that. what they're gonna see is what's in your social stream uh, uh you know, same thing, uh, you know, we're talking about an organization, and uh every organization, Every organization has its its positive side and it's, you know, things that are not so good about it or aren't working. Uh, but you're going to always want to put that positive side out there. Um, and I would even challenge you, Mark, that there's negatives that you see in yourself that you're not ever going to put out there. So it's not that you're being deceptive. It's just that we don't sh- nobody shares all of that information.
0: And, and maybe that maybe that comes down to the question of what, what is a social network for? And maybe that's the real issue that we're dealing with. The whole concept of a social network is only a few years old. Um, I don't know that we all agree, but I would say probably MySpace is the first, maybe not the first social network, but the first big-time social network. And what was that, uh, less than, than 10 years ago? um that that myspace hit big and so we're as a society we're rushing to adopt all these i mean you go to uh watch cnn and they have a twitter stream on the screen so that's this authoritative news organization um posting rants from rednecks in iowa uh on on their twitter stream stream or or mining it for information so it's it's such a big thing that's gone exploded so huge and our society hasn't yet learned how to deal with it.
1: Absolutely. I agree with you there. Uh, I mean, we just by virtue of the fact that we had to have this show, you know, we had that conversation. So here's two guys that I think we would say we, we have it figured out probably better than most, right? We kind of know how we want to use those networks. But even we had to have that debate because there's still some items uh, that go along with that that are kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm not really sure, you know, and, and you kind of debate back and forth and not everybody sees eye to eye. And maybe that's a good point to make is just because you see it as being a, and this is the purpose for these social network. Somebody else sees it as being B. And, uh, so you, you still have to be mindful of that. You know, you, you don't, uh, we have social faux pas for a reason, you know, It might be okay at home, it might be okay for you, but you don't go out in public and do it. And uh, the same applies to social networks.
0: Yeah, and one thing I would guess I'd just throw out there is the internet never forgets. Uh, We've all seen the YouTube video of the Star Wars kid who was, you know, for whatever reason pretending he was Darth Maul or whatever and looked like an idiot. That was like 12 years ago he did that. It managed to find its way on YouTube, and it's been a recurring meme for like the last five years. He's going to be 47 years old, and he's going to be um, being recognized for the pinnacle of his profession. He's going to get up at the dinner, and somebody's going to play that that YouTube video <laughs> of him when he was 12. Uh, right. The Internet never forgets. Uh, so if you have... A bad day and and make it public, it can turn into a very very long day, for a for the rest of your life.
1: Absolutely, yeah. So uh, I don't know. I I think that pretty well covers it. I don't think we're going to answer any major questions for people, but hopefully we've made some people think a little bit harder about what they're doing.
0: Well, Sean, do you have a wrap it all up in thirty seconds? Everything we just talked about. Give me a a bullet of social networking. Uh, as a personal brand versus, versus, uh, uh, your school, uh, or your business brand.
1: Oh, wow. Well, I would, I would have to start off with.
0: Uh, take 35 seconds if you need to.
1: 35 seconds. Yeah, okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, well, the first thing is just think, you know, really give it some thought, uh, you know, there's some things that you do in your life that you did when you were 16 that you thought was okay back then. And now you look back on yourself as a 16 year old and you think about how dumb you were. Well, do you think it's going to be any different when you're 50 and you look back on yourself at 35? No. So think about what you're doing. Uh, when it comes to business and personal, I personally say, always think from a marketing standpoint, always, always sell yourself, be out there selling yourself. Uh, Hey, you're a great person, right? And even if it's not for monetary purposes, sell yourself to the people of the world, you know, be out there with a smile and, uh, you know, just present a good image.
0: I think that really does sum up all the conversations you and I have had about it is, is you're all about being, on sale, for sale, all the time. Right. right.
1: <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I don't see anything wrong with it. Don't misrepresent yourself. And if you are one of those doom and gloom people, then, you know, more power to you. But, uh, you know, right. We've seen those people, Mark, right? The eors of the world. Oh,
0: yes. Yes.
1: And it, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, if you're going to be out there all doom and gloom all the time, I just don't understand why those people are shocked that the world returns that to them
0: right. Okay. I did see one uh uh Twitter post that I liked. I'm gonna paraphrase it probably pretty badly uh but it was something to the effect of uh tweeting that you've unfollowed somebody is like showing up to a party to which you weren't invited and then screaming that you're leaving when nobody even knew you were there uh, <laughs> right. if you're following somebody or in somebody's circle or whatever. Uh, and, and they're annoying, don't make a big deal out of it. Just block them, leave them, unfollow them, whatever, Uh, because uh, there's no point in making a big deal about it if somebody else is annoying you. That, right that doesn't have anything to do with anything. That's just personal courtesy, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, All right. So I guess we'll move on to our tips of the week, which will have nothing to do, <laughs> with anything we've talked about in the show. Uh, Sean, what is our teacher tip of the week for this week?
1: Ah, you're going to start me off first. All right, I actually did a little homework today. So uh, I'm going to start off with science and then hyphen class.net so science with a hyphen there in the middle of those two of course we'll always have the links to this uh, up on our show notes so you can find it there it's just uh, resources for elementary and middle school science educators and i'll go so far as to say high school as well because i was looking at it and it's really got a wealth of classroom uh materials uh that you can i mean literally you know uh things like showing the heart and blood blood flow through the body. And uh, so physiology, anatomy, uh, biology, uh, anything that has to do with science. There's just all of these materials out there that you can uh, certainly use in the classroom. Uh, It's kind of like a nice big giant repository of that information. So if you're one of those teachers and you're you're teaching science, it's definitely a site you have to check out.
0: Science-class.net. All right. And of course that link will be uh in the show notes. My tech tip this week, uh, uh, our friend Aaron was in the chat room. He's already left. He'll be, uh, sad to, to know that he missed it. But, uh, uh, Polymon is something that he's mentioned to me, uh, about 53,000 times and I've never put it on the show. So Aaron, this one's for you. Polymon, uh, which is, uh, uh, polymon.codeplex.com. And again, that link will be in the show notes. Um, the reason I haven't put this up before is it's kind of hard to encapsulate what it does. Uh, so uh, I'll just break down the name. Poly, mini, mon for monitor. That's kind of what Polymon does. It monitors everything and then measures things and then analyzes, lets you analyze things based on what it has monitored and measured. And you can set up alerts that will alert you based on what you've monitored and measured and analyzed. Um, For example, if you uh, set this thing up, uh, you can point it at various servers, and if one of them gets uh, uh, too overloaded and the CPU spikes too high, it can send you a message about that. Or if a database gets corrupted, it can send you a message like that. So if you have a large um, data infrastructure, and find that you need to uh, have some automated systems to manage that, check out Polymon. It's open source, it's free, um, and from what I hear, it's very, very good. But I can't give you any personal experience because I haven't tried it. All right. So that's all there is to that.
1: So I guess now is the time that we tell people how they can get it in touch with us
0: that's right the, the show notes that i'm all that i'm constantly mentioning uh, among other things uh, you can find at our website at elementop.com uh you'll have the uh, forums there for not only this show but the other shows in the network uh you can find out about the other shows in the network uh, give them a listen right there you don't even have to download or subscribe to anything you can play them right from the website sort of a try before you buy sort of thing uh but if you do like them and you do want to uh uh subscribe to them you can do that there you can also find us on twitter (laughs) since the show is about social networks i gotta mention that at uh, twitter.com slash uh, or uh, slash element op and there we have different lists for each show so if you want to follow uh sean and, and me you uh click on the tightwad tech list and subscribe to that and then you'll be following all of my uh personal posts and all of his professional posts uh there you go <laughs> or you can also find us on uh, facebook at facebook.com slash element um, or you can uh, leave us a, a voicemail uh, at the uh, phone number there is 530 frugal 2 f-r-u-g-a-l uh and the number two or just right there on our website on the right hand side at the very top there's a button that says uh call us uh, you put in your phone number and your name, if you want, and you can leave us a voicemail. So those are all the ways that the social networks that we, that we've gotten into. But interesting, uh, you know, as, as we were talking about this, uh, if you go to elementop.com and look at pretty much anything on the site, any article, anything right there, you're going to find buttons where you can like it on Facebook or tweet it or dig it or plus one it. Um, so, these these are all things that I've added recently, at Sean's behest because he's always telling me we need to do more on social networking. So you can thank him for all of those scripts that uh, that uh, are on the page that that allow you to, with one click of the button, let the rest of the world know um, how much you like Sean. <laughs>
1: yes, yes, Mark, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, I'm just going to say a uh, great show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not often I leave you speechless, but that yeah, time I did. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, thank you for joining us, and I guess that's it for this week. And so, this is for now. This is Mark signing off,
1: and Sean signing off.